0: Thank you for joining. Uh, Good afternoon. My name is Gaurav, and uh, I'm a pre-sales engineer at VMware. Uh, I work out of the uh, Mumbai office in India. Uh, Today, we will talk about uh, the the vSAN 6.7 version, what's new. And uh, I I, I have segregated it into various sections, so hopefully you should like it. Now, prior to starting, anyone here already using vSAN? Can you give me a heads up? Oh, that's quite a few. OK, great, good to know. Anyone already using 6.7? OK, so this should help you with that. So let me start up with, the, with the, uh, with the again, the challenge or uh, the problem. Always a legacy architecture. So this goes back uh, when I joined VMware six years back, and uh, I was part of GSS and uh, troubleshooting issues uh are always a back and forth at least with the storage team and esx stop used to be my friend saying you know there are high vdga values or the the storage is performing very poorly and uh, it used to literally take me days to to fix that now this is the primary reason of going into a more modern software defined uh, architecture which is basically everything is converged into a single box now Uh, This is where vSAN, a high-level picture of vSAN, uh, primarily it is is on an x86 uh, architecture. Everything is integrated into the hypervisor. There are two models. One is an all-flash, other is a hybrid model. And it is easily scalable. So when I say easily scalable, you can do a scale up by adding disks. You can do a scale out by adding various nodes to it. And uh, the last thing, which is pretty important, is about the managed through VM storage policies, which is actually the SPVM. So in a traditional architecture, you might not be able to control it individually at a uh, VM level or in a at a, at a specific disk level. Now, this is a brief map of uh, our innovations of uh, vSAN. Where did we start in uh, March 2015 and where do we stand at the latest release of April 2018. So we started with all-flash, and uh, to me, the major advance was in the deduplication compression which was launched with vSAN 6.2. Now, vSAN 6.0 was actually against uh, vSpare 6.0. Then we had the 6.0 U1, which was six, vSAN 6.1. Right now, vSAN 6.7 is compatible to vSAN, uh, sorry, vspare 6.7. And we will talk about uh, various features to it. Now, the, the first feature, which I believe you might be looking at all the product UIs, this has been into the clarity ui or the html5 uh, user interface now we have we had a lot of objections already for the for the flash and this is the major reason of moving uh, towards an html5 interface now the advantage of uh, an html5 uh, interv- uh, uh, interface uh, you it is it is almost compatible with every every browser Now, this has been backported. Almost everything has been uh, uh, written from scratch. Right now, we are, I would say, a feature parity of 95%. If I have to talk about from day one, day, uh, sorry, day zero, day one, and day two, if you want to do something like a Config Assist, Config Assist is not something that is available with 6.7 HTML UI. And that's the only reason you wanted to use the older version of the client, which uh, and. Starting with day two, you will have all the enhanced new features in it. Now, one of the important or the uh, uh, enhancements, even with vSphere 6.7, is an integrated VR Ops. So, when I say integrated VR Ops, basically, uh, you don't have to move back and forth between your VR Ops and uh, vCenter to look at two different UI. Uh, this this dashboard can provide you from within vSphere 6.7, you can look at the basic health check. Now, if you want to create certainly new dashboards out of it, then is when you look at the complete or the entire VR Ops. And uh, 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 apart from this, a basic version or like uh, uh, a basic view of around six dashboards is available with with vSAN with no additional uh, cost for VR Ops. Now, this is the. Uh, this is an, another uh, great news of the WSFC or the Windows Server Failover Clustering. We already supported the, uh, the SQL Server availability groups. We we support the Exchange or the DAGs. Now, with this release, we have also started support for WSFC. And if you are looking at it, it is via iSCSI. And uh, uh, with iSCSI, there are, on the left-hand side, if you are looking at it, it's the physical as well as on the uh, right-hand side in the virtual as well. So this is, this is one of the enhancements that we have for uh, specifically for WSFC. Now, uh, adaptive resync or i would call it as uh, racing fairness so with with racing fairness which means uh, basically you need to co- uh, move the component from one host to the other host we had a slight enhancement in 6.661 uh, as well uh, where the resync traffic would be uh, uh, you know reaching to a specific latency number and then after reaching that specific sp- latency number it would be changing its value to a to a uh, to a uh, output or a throughput level now with this uh, architecture or the modern workload, what we have is a guaranteed reservation of about 20% of bandwidth for resync. When there is no bandwidth congestion, when we have 100% available, you can absolutely use it for the VMIO as well. Now, uh, so uh, apart from this, now, the, the next part is the destaging staging process. So when I say the destaging staging process, the first task when we uh, hit vSAN, and uh, and if you are going to a write buffer of it, you need to write it in the cache buffer. So when you write it to the cache, it has to be destaged back to the capacity tier to make sure everything is written back. So that process of writing it back has been uh, has been enhanced a lot. Uh, I have a home lab of around three uh, nested ESXi on a, on a Lenovo box. The performance has been really, really uh, better compared to the uh, to the uh, earlier version of 6.6. And uh, I don't have, or we don't publish an official number like this, this is the value. But I, I'm pre- pretty certain it, it would be a greater performance uh, uh, post 6.7. Now. Uh, this is another consolidation of replica components so if you are looking on the left hand side if it, it is doing a consolidation at the component level itself now we have we have an object and that is split into various components and uh, while we are trying to place the host into maintenance mode of the the host one is getting on the left hand side getting placed into a uh, maintenance mode we are not moving that. Complete entire uh, C1 component back to the host. We are actually consolidating. We are just consolidating the the replica out of it. That means less transfer or less data transfer. And then means you you can do a faster maintenance window as well. Uh, now this is uh, this is uh, with the with the space efficiency and uh, I, I actually had a lot of customers uh, speak about it now if you're looking at the the blue window or the odd one out it is the VM swap which is actually equivalent to your your memory so prior to 6.6 uh, with uh, or sorry prior to 6.7 so this uh, VM swap was always a thick. Uh, or, or a, a thick component of it. So when I say a thick component of it, uh, you would uh, obviously uh, have to maintain, if it is 8 GB, then, then that would be a, a thick component, and it is not a thin component. With these, uh, with the 6.7 version of it, we are trying to make it more space efficient, and if you are looking at a scale version of it, maybe, uh, maybe around 5.12, uh, uh, GB of uh, memory host, and you're running around 600 or uh, uh, 60% of uh, virtual machines. You can still save around, I would say, roughly around two terabyte, uh, uh, only with this with this change. Right now, uh, this is on the fast failovers. So with the fast failovers, uh, I don't have typically any customer, or I don't have a customer at all who is running this particular architecture, but every uh, uh, now and then when i speak to a storage uh, uh, admin of a customer he, he would typically want to go with a fabric a and the fabric uh, b architecture where your switches are not connected your switches are not connected so what we can do in this architecture as well or the enhancement with this architecture is uh, you can uh, there there would be a fast convergence once your one of the VM is down now uh, if you are looking on the vSAN traffic separation, for, and this is specifically for stretch clusters, we have a quite a few enhancements on the uh, stretch clusters as well. So if you are looking at the uh, DCI link or the ISL link, which is the vSAN data traffic, so this is the dedicated link. So when you plan for your stretch cluster, obviously you would be planning in, in, a, in a phase that you're Uh, your data traffic has to be segregated on on a fast link, and the witness or the metadata would transfer over the witness link. So this this is another enhancement that we have uh, uh, added to it. Now, uh, uh, again, coming back to the stretch cluster portion of it. uh, If if you're looking at the stretch cluster, left-hand side is my preferred site, and on the right-hand side, we have the secondary site. Uh, Preferred and secondary are connected via a fast link and the witness, which would be typically a metadata only. Now, in case we have have a connectivity issue of the ISL, the preferred site has gone uh, or non-responsive. It does not have any connection to the witness node as well as to the secondary node. In this case, the VM has failed over back to the to the secondary node, and for some reason, if your uh, uh, witness has started communicating back to the preferred site, we 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 still need to make sure the fitness of it, right? It you cannot move all the machines or or make that as a preferred site again. So in a stretch cluster, until and unless the ISL link is is back up and running, the VMs would not move to the preferred site now uh, apart from this again uh, this is this is with the with the stretch cluster itself the resync uh, or uh, uh, intersite resync as well uh, prior to 67 uh, we would move all the replica components from site a to site b so when we move that obviously you have uh, uh, more more traffic compared to uh, what with the 6.7 now with 6.7 the movement is is of a single uh, component at a time, and secondly, we we do have visibility now at the component level as as well. We try to uh, do the first component. Let's say we have done the first component, we got a proxy owner, and then it it is uh, beyond the proxy owner, which is going to replicate it among the local site itself. So this is this is an again uh, an enhanced version in the stretch cluster itself now coming to the next gen apps which is uh, basically there are various applications which have inbuilt high availability uh, now when they have an inbuilt high availability means they don't have to move around so doing an ftp uh, ftt or or any sort of uh, uh, data is is really not required so, when we have that architecture, we can do an FTT zero. If you are looking at the third column, we can do an FTT zero. That means we are not maintaining more than one copy. It's a single copy and uh, uh, then you can absolutely have uh, uh, multiple nodes. Since you have application level high availability, this, this, this can be useful. Now. Uh, This is part of all part of the vSAN Ready Care, where we have invested in people, services, and technology to make the product better. Uh, So since we have 15,000 plus customers on vSAN now, we have increased uh, even the the GSS support to a certain extent, and uh, similarly we are uh, investing on the, the vSAN Inside portion as well. Now, uh, there are health check advanced or enhancements. I would like to speak about uh, at least the HCL updates that would be only fetching your update differences only. It won't be a complete or an entire update. Apart from this, there are other uh, configuration and compatibility uh, uh, improvements as well. This is again uh, going back to day one. Uh, and now, Last portion, if you look at it, firmware check are now independent from driver check because we we have that HCL. If you go to the HCL, it gives you a driver version, then it gives you a different firmware version. So we 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 kind of fixed that uh, in the in the six seven, and there are other connectivity related uh, uh, improvements as well, vMotion and vSAN network connectivity improvements. Now, this is. Uh, with the uh, with the announcement again back to the support angle of it or the support of vSAN itself now you can or we can download or sorry we can upload the data we can upload the anonymized data back to a vSAN support insight bundle we don't collect any host names we do not collect any IP addresses we would collect certain information from your environment basically uh, for real-time identification only and then when you create a case or when you log a case with, uh, with with VMware, there would be no back and forth going. Oh, you have to upload the log bundle. That means you 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 really would have a faster response because GSS might have access to a lot of details when you when you log the case. And uh, there is a additional proactive support capabilities that is with with GSS now. Now, this is one of the component uh, I think uh, that that has been there for a while uh, with. Uh, starting with the 6.0 till uh, uh, 6.6, we have to run this as a scratch partition or uh, the the boot device so when uh, typically with vSphere it is about 2.5 GB and if you are looking on the right hand side, the extended version of it, you would have to basically, there is a KB article, you need to go back on an ESXi host, run a command and make that diagnostic partition expand. So with 6.7, that even that is uh, possible even with the uh, at the time of upgrade or at the time of a greenfield deployment, you you have a scratch partition of 4 GB. So you, all your logs data or any or uh, any other logging still persists back to your uh, vSphere logging. Now support for 4K end devices in vSphere and vSAN uh, since we are seeing a lot of uh, 4K. Uh, 4K devices with with the larger uh, block sectors. So basically, this was something that was pending on the vSphere 6.7. Immediately after uh, 6.7, uh, vSphere started supporting it with the with the software emulation. Now we have support for the same in the vSAN 6.7 as well. Now this is uh, again. Coming to a security angle of it, uh, we have all FIPS uh, 140-2 validation. Now, uh, it's a validation, not a certification. So the difference, the primary difference is if you are talking about a certification, that has to be VI hardware and a software vendor. So that means you might not be able to change certain things if you are buying a FIPS certified solution. X hardware, then a specific version of uh, vSAN, specific version of switches. So. With the vSAN FIPS uh, sorry FIPS, uh, 140-2 validation, what we are doing is we have two modules which are validated. So one of the module is the VM kernel, which is basically uh, uh, possible for or responsible for your vSAN encryption or for your VM encryption. Then we have the uh, 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 Open SSL, which is basically for the TLS communication and uh, we are also, or uh, when, when we get into the uh, encryption model of it, we actually rely on a third party vendor like uh, trust or any of the uh, third party vendor who can provide us the encryption uh, capabilities. Now, uh, some of the takeaways right now, uh, it is it is put into three columns as we discussed. So uh, one of them was uh, absolutely via the H- uh, HTML5 UI. So uh, even I started working uh, on on vSphere for like from 4.0 and ESXi 4.1, I was so used to the C-sharp client and uh, I, I still like that C-sharp client and then we suddenly moved to the Flash-based client and uh, I I personally did not have uh, great experience with that. Now, after moving to the HTML5 and, uh, you know, using, using the product from a long time with the, and st- sticking to the C-sharp client, after using HTML5, this is finally something i can really say we we have made a significant uh, enhancement to it now when i say enhancement when you log in the the things if you have to you know go to the cpu of it or you have to go to vm the things are really uh, possible in terms of fewer clicks as well now we talked about the v, v realize operations that is embedded within vCenter, and uh, uh, we talked about uh, WSFC. Uh, just a note on the WSFC again, uh, just to be sure. This is via iSCSI. Now, vSAN, and uh, uh, now this is possible via iSCSI. This is one of the corner cases uh, you you might want to use it. This is not uh, something you know. Uh, I so I have uh, I have designed a recent environment for one of my customer who was running around uh, 500 uh, uh, odd VDI, and uh, I designed that solution on WSFC so that uh, the file server was made available. And because he did not had additional investment to make on the NAS component or NFS, he's totally relying on the uh, HCI portion of it. So that, that was one of the use case that I used it. Apart from that, uh, I, would, I would also uh, highlight again the improve, improved uh, space efficiency uh, after making a thin provision and uh, uh, the support experience which is, which is really uh, at par now. So with that, if we have to find out more about vSAN, three ways to find out. You can take a vSAN uh, uh, assessment, which is the HCI bench, which is, which is really good for, from a P- POC angle of it. If you want to see uh, your performance or how many IOPS, you, you want to fulfill all those requirements, you have your uh, expectations set right, you can use this tool. Our HOL has been uh, quite famous. These these are, again, nested labs. So if you want to give HOL a shot, I, uh, I, I usually create a lot of demos out of HOL. Now, the last is the storage hub resources. I highly, highly recommend using the storage hub uh, resources. Uh, every guide or like if it's a two node, it's a stretch cluster, it is any any specific information related to vSAN SRM or, uh, or anything related to storage is consolidated back into this particular uh, resource or the storage hub. And uh, with that, I would uh, end the session for now. And uh, thank you for coming. I can take offline questions.